never let your kingly grace be rubbished by the guilt or the past that you had. You already washed, you already loved. Don't ever stand before God and feel inferior. And he loved and washed us to make us kings. The aim of washing us is to make us kings. So you can't live legally. Things are authoritative. That's what the Bible says, decree a thing. And it shall come to pass. He said, decree it. Kings don't lose their force. The Bible says you have been made kings. What he's saying is that look, you have been called to battle. And if you will not fight, then you will not have territories. Because it takes a fight to lay hold on territories. On what it means to be a reigning king. The reigning king, part one. Reigning king, part one. Now, before we start a message, we know it cannot just be part one. It cannot just be one. It has to be a series. Praise God. Because if we try to compress everything, you won't leave this place. But there are thoughts that just need to be communicated to you. It's a season of dominion. Glory to God. It's a season of dominion. I say it's a season of dominion. I say it's a season of dominion. Glory to God. I thought you rejoiced, but it's a season of dominion. Now, what that means is anything that has been dominating you, you are taking over. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right? You are becoming victorious. Glory to God. You have a project in your hands, uh, and then you need God to intervene and get things done for you to be completed. If there's anything I hate in my life, it's uncompleted projects. One of the things I hate in my life. I like to start things and finish it. Start a relationship and finish it. And don't forget that if you break up, it's part of finishing. Glory to God. Yeah, you finish it. You finish. It has ended. It has ended. Glory to God. All right? Good. It's just that it's good and better that you start a relationship, marital relationship, and it ends in marriage. You get that. All right? So if you uh, start building, you should finish it. You should finish it. If you start a business, there are a lot of businesses that are registered with CAC that nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Hmm? It's demonic. It's not God's will. You can imagine if they left the Egypt and then they got to a point and they just talked. They, they just got stuck. They are just there. Is that the plan of God? The plan of God was to take them out of Egypt and then to take them into the Kina land. Do you remember? That's the plan of God for them. That's the plan of God for them. But they've got to go through the wilderness and then they must not um, just stay in the wilderness, and then forget to finish God's plan for their life of getting into the, uh, the kingdom. So many of us have started a lot of things that we didn't finish. Grace to finish, receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Lift up your two hands. See, I receive grace. Your two hands, lift it up. See, I receive grace. To start good things and to finish it. Say it again. See, I receive grace to finish. This year, we are finishing well. Amen. When you finished last year, your account was on a low key. Was on probably no amount. This year, as you are finishing, you are finishing it with a robust account. Amen. You think it's a joke. You see, down here, I remember when I was leading prayer now, down in this, the hall we were using before, that basement, I remember in a video, I said, Netherlands, I heard Netherlands, somebody, 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 somebody is there now. Are you getting what I'm saying? I heard that things that, you know, will just come out. I, I, you know, you think that I had it written somewhere to come and lead the prayer I led. I was just in tune with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes God won't even tell you, you won't need to prepare for a thing. But God just needs your attention to be inclined and be in tune with him. 
and then he will just tell things in his own way and then he will give you words to speak into the life of the people because that is what the needs in the life of the people must match or the words that god is giving you must match the needs in the life of the people are you getting what i'm saying and so in order to be able to get that done you will i have to tune praying in the holy ghost uncontrollably consistently continually continually waking up because you must be in tune so that lives and destinies precious destinies can be blessed can be blessed we are finishing well Amen. your account is finishing well Amen. <laughs> you see some of you you'll be surprised that when you are sharing the testimony i will take all the money from you because it wasn't your faith because the way you are saying the marriage, it's as if you are not expecting anything. I say your accounts are finishing well. Some of you is not late for God to change your accommodation. It's not late for God to change your location. It's not late for God to upgrade your friendship, your network, your, your network, your network. And that is what is happening to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you say upgrade? There are people here who never plan for vacation in December. In December. Just make sure on Sunday you're in church. In December, receive grace to go on vacation in Jesus' name. Start, see, when we are talking about dominion, you have to start thinking big uncontrollably. Did you get what I said? You have to start thinking big. Don't be staring at good things. Just looking at it from afar. No, they belong to you. Is that clear? See, I hear. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, you know, is an anchor scripture. Let me just, you know, go start from there again, you know, uh, quickly. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us, washed us from our sins and in his own blood. He loved us, he washed us. We talked about that. Now, don't ever let your kingly grace be rubbished by the guilt or the past that you had. You already washed, you already loved. Is that clear? Don't let, don't ever stand before God and feel inferior and feel less than God. I'm not saying feel less than a human being. You must not feel less than God. You know why? Because Bible says he gave you his own righteousness. Do you understand? As righteous as God is, so are you. Somebody say, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. As, God. as God. You know, that's very difficult. Religion will not allow that. Say it again. Say, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. Can you say it boldly? Say, I'm righteous. I'm, righteous. I'm God. As God. God. Say, I am holy. I am holy. As, God. as God. Glory to God. So that's what Jesus did. He loved us. Look at that. He washed us from our sins in his own blood. So for, he, for him to use his blood, you know, he had to give his life. You don't, you don't use the blood of someone who is that. You can't take the blood from, Bible says in Leviticus, he said the life of an animal is in his blood. You can't take the blood out and not take the life out of the person. So we know what he did. I've talked about this place. You can get the messages. Now, verse 6. Look at what it says in verse 6. And has made us. He loved to wash 
us in his blood. And then he loved and washed us to make us kings. So when God was doing all this, what was in the mind of God? The aim of washing us is to make us kings. Can you imagine? So you can't live beggarly. You can't live like someone who is an inferior entity on the earth. He loved you, he washed you, and then he made us kings. House kings and priests to his God. And Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Now, you cannot be in dominion without being a king. You see that? We say it's our season of dominion. It's our season where we're taking over. You can't be in dominion. You can't manifest God's glory. You can't glorify him. You can't be in dominion without being a king or a priest. You can't be a king and a priest, rather. Now, these are not options. Are you either a king or a priest? That was in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it's combined. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it said, You are a royal priesthood, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are a royalty. You are a royalty. You're a king. You've been given a kingdom. You've been given a territory. You need to know where your inheritance lies. You need to know your eyes needs to be open to know where you should dominate and take over. For some of you, entertainment is your kingdom. It might surprise you that by the time they pick the first 10 in the entertainment world, your name will be there. Are you getting what I'm saying? For some of you, it's probably medicine, health, kings, he has made us kings. So we have a place that belongs to us. We have a place where we are supposed to rule and reign. You see that? And let me tell you this thing. He said, his own special, holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Can you say amen? amen. Verse 10. He said, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. You were not before now you're born again you are now a person of god all right god is your personal person you are a person of god look at it he said who had not obtained mercy but now i've obtained mercy somebody say i belong to god, belong to god. say i've obtained mercy can you preach alongside with me talk to your neighbor say you belong to god, belong to god. say you have obtained mercy if you believe that can you say amen, amen. let me tell you this the priesthood, our priesthood, and then the kingly or the kingship is once prophesied. It's been prophesied. And I, you need to know that he was part of the package that God had with Abraham. Was part of the covenant. In Genesis chapter 12, you remember God called him. He said, you'll be a great nation. Take command of your city, command of your country, your people, and blah, blah. You'll be a great nation. He said, I'm going to bless you, and I will give you a great name, and then you'll be a great nation, and then you'll be a blessing, and blah, blah, blah. Go to chapter 17. Many things happened before chapter 17, but I want to show you something. From verse 4. From verse 4. Chapter 17. Chapter 17. From verse 4. He said, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Now, to understand this place, go to verse 1. Alright? Now look at what it says in verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him, to Abraham, and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. Now, another version says, walk before me and be perfect. 
Now we know when Bible is talking about perfection, it's talking about completeness. It's talking about maturity. He said you need to come closer. You need to understand my will. You need to walk closely with me. That this is after Abraham has fumbled. You understand? What I mean, you know the story. So let's not go there uh, because of time. He said, "I am Almighty God." He first told him who he is. I am Almighty God, meaning I am El Shaddai. I can meet all your needs. The all-sufficient one. I am all mighty God. All mighty God. So there is, there is no might anywhere. I am the all mighty God. Look at it. He said, walk before me and be blameless. Verse 2, quickly. He says, verse 2, I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Exceedingly. Yes, he's been doing this thing. The Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you... Can you see that? Exceedingly. He's been, God is a God of exceedingly. Glory to God. Look at the good thing in your life now and think about it. If it's multiplied exceedingly, no matter how little. You know Jesus came and multiplied things. Do you remember? A little bread, he just prayed over it and it got multiplied. Fed several thousands of people exceedingly whatsoever is in your hand that needs to be multiplied or that you desire to be multiplied is multiplied in jesus name is multiplied exceedingly amen. can you say amen? amen some of you your your love for your spouse your love for your um, um uh, your relationship partner you know is worse and cold it's multiplied exceedingly in the name of Jesus Christ. No, if people's love for God is worse than cold, <laughs> we is human being. Praise God. If your love for God is worse than cold, then the love for human being is lost cold. Praise God. He's lost. He's gone. But any good thing that God has given unto you, in a little measure that you have now, is multiplied exceedingly in the name of Jesus Christ. He said. Then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him, saying, Now this posture is a posture of worship. Fell on his face and God spoke to him. Then what did God say is what we started reading the other time. As for me, regardless of your unfaithfulness, as for me, my covenant is with you. You see, that's why we sing covenant keeping God. There is no one like you. If you know the song, can you sing with me? I am that I am. There is no one like you. I know someone say, Jesus. Somebody said it. Let's take it one more time. One, two, three, go. Covenant keeping God. You can sing your part. There is no one like you. If you have no part, sing. I am that I am. There is no one Some people didn't sing. <laughs> when I say you can sing your part, some people, some people don't even understand it. They don't know they have a part. Glory to God. As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. This is what is called faith. You see that? Shall be a father of many nations. Let's go to verse 5. He said, no longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham. Abraham. But your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. 
Fantastic. Verse 6. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. These things are not, these are serious. These are serious stuff from the scripture. Exceedingly fruitful. You, you write an exam, you are exceedingly fruitful in the exams. So what does that mean? You get fantastic results. Do you know that some things we have done in time past, if God opened your heart to see revelation of God's scripture, of God's word, it's as if you should repeat some of those things and get a better result. Are you getting what I'm saying? Have you ever felt like that? Like you should do better probably in a deal or a business deal. It is exceedingly fruitful. I will make you. You don't make yourself exceedingly fruitful. God makes us exceedingly fruitful. Do you remember in John chapter 15, he said, if you are fruitful, then I will prune you so that you can bear more fruits. It's his obligation. It's his responsibility to make us exceedingly fruitful. Don't forget he has blessed us. His Bible says, and he blessed them. He said unto them, Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, be fruitful. Now, it's one thing to be fruitful. It's another thing to be exceedingly fruitful. By this time, Abraham was already rich. Do you remember? He was already rich. In fact, at this time, he, 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 he opened his business in such a way that his nephew chose the best part and the nephew went with the best part. Do you remember the story? In order to avoid strife? In chapter 15, in chapter 14, he rescued kings. Where I'm taking you to, eh? when God says he has made us kings and priests, what he's saying is that I've made you a divinely coronated king. You are bigger than the kings of the earth. That's why he says that the kings of the earth will minister unto you. Abraham was bigger than kings of the earth. Do you know that in chapter 14, in chapter 14, there were five kings against the four kings. Do you remember? The four kings captured the five kings, captured their wife, captured their... Lot was one of, with one of the kings. And Lot was captured. Do you remember? And Abraham, you know, fought the battle and won the battle. It's part of the things we are looking at because we are not just kings. Kings like to fight. You must like fighting. Because when the Bible says you have been made kings, what he's saying is that look, you have been called to battle. Are you getting what I'm saying? And if you will not fight, then you will not have territories. Because it takes a fight to lay hold on territories. Are you getting what I'm saying? I know there are some of you, you are easy going, calm, gentle spirit. You know, you just don't like to fight. You just don't like, you know, you, like they say, I don't like drama. You must like fight. You have been called to what? To fight. I like what Apostle Paul called it. He said, fight a good fight of faith. Glory to God. You will fight. Let me announce to three people. Say, you have to fight. Ah, some of you don't know what we're saying. You have to fight for your relationship to work. You have to fight for your house to be built. You have to fight for the job to run. You have to fight for your career to be prosperous. You have to fight every day of your life. You will fight. Everybody say fight. fight. I've been called to battle. I know most of us, we do like we are civilians. Even scriptures calls us soldiers of Christ. Do you know that? You are not a policeman of Christ. <laughs> I know a boys' brigade of Christ. You are a soldier of Christ. Somebody say I'm a soldier of Christ. 
Yeah. One of the things that kingly grace does is to enable us to fight. To fight. To fight. Kings ordained by God don't give up. They fight. So he says, be fruitful. Now he says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. In that Genesis chapter 14, Abraham went to war and rescued those kings. Took the spoil. Came back. He made Mekidesek. Do you remember? The Mekidesek, the one who had no lineage. I taught, I taught you about him. That's too funny. God manifesting in our midst. All right? And the Mekidesek took tight of everything he got. From the world. Abraham is very fantastic. You need to, we need to live, we need to actually learn from Abraham and study the life of Abraham. Yeah? You know, the kings wanted to give him the spoils. He said, No, 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 I'm not taking anything that belongs to you. You're going to take it, except for the guys that went to war. You can take care of them, give them good things, so that you will not say that you have made Abraham rich. He was sure he was going to be exceedingly rich. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he needed no manipulation. He needed no, no, no struggle over what is not. He's sure. You know, when you have seen yourself in the movie, no director can talk you out of it. I said you are not there. I said I didn't see you. Ah, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Glory to God. I remember I was supposed to be in a video. I couldn't go. When I was at a very tender age, my father didn't allow me to leave the house. I prayed. My heart was in the VG. You know they saw me at the VG. They saw me at the VG. You know the funniest thing? They had hands at the VG. They say I had hands with them. So the person that was not telling me, say, I, that I, I, I was saying that, sorry, you know, I couldn't make the VG. There was, a, there was an issue. And I said, no, but we saw you. Immediately, I said, I, didn't, I couldn't make the VG. He said, I said, we saw you. You were holding hands. With, I said, I came. Immediately I understood I came. Because I'm telling you now, I said, Pastor, you didn't go. I went. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. He said that I will take nothing from you. A tread, even from a tread of to a standard strap. And let me tell you, this is how a blessed person thinks. Don't forget, Mekidesek had blessed him before this time. Even the title of the spoil, he gave it to Mekidesek. So that means he was going on with nothing. After laboring and rescuing the, rescuing the, the kings. You know, while I was thinking about this, God told me, he said, you are bigger than the kings. <laughs> you are bigger than the royal fathers. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are bigger. Somebody say, I'm bigger. The land that God wants to give you is not a small land. The king in your village, you are bigger than him. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are bigger than him. He said, I will take it. I will take nothing. Lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. Look at what God says in, in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Abraham was a king. Abraham was in charge. Abraham was in charge. You know, Abraham had livestock, had, was rich, you know, in livestock. You remember? Abraham, there was a famine. Abraham went to Egypt. He came back 
and he was rich. Genesis chapter 13 verse 1. He even lied in the Egypt. He lied in the Egypt. Unfaithfulness. It's part of the things that God is saying. Walk before me and stop lying. Are you, some of you are spirit filled. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Once in a while, lies still come out of your mouth. Walk before me. Upgrade your clothes. Are you getting what I'm saying? The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are still pressing things. Walk before me. You are still offering things. And be what? Perfect. Because there is a dimension of God's inheritance you can't enter with impurity. You can't enter with force. So he was rich in gold. He was rich in silver. He was rich in livestock. Let me tell you, if you know about gold business, gold alone is enough. Abraham was an S-man. S-man. You know, I was saying it in the message that S-men, S-men, don't look down on cattles you see around. I mean, you don't see them in Lagos like this, but if you go to all those interlands, you see them. Don't look down on them. I think, they, I think it was here I said it. Was he here I spoke about it? The biggest designers in the world, they invest in cattles because the height and skin belongs to them. And you know, define, the, let me tell you this. You know, I found out, I said it, anytime there is a war over a particular business, there is a lot of money in it. Over oil blocks, there are wars and oil wells. It's just that some of you don't know. Because you are not involved. There are wars around around cattle rearing. All those having cows and all those stuff. There are wars. But most of the people don't know. Let me tell you. Somebody said, this is confirmed. I mean, when I talk here, eh, to the glory of God, I lie not. This is confirmed. That if you drop one billion for cattle rearing in a year, you will have a return of one billion. You have a return of one billion. And in order to protect their investment because of the enmity and everything that arose, they gave them AK-47. They must be protected. It is it is confirmed that the cattle in Nigeria or in Africa that have open grazing. They have a different kind of skin compared to their own. Their own, they cage it in Europe and in America. And so they feed them. You know, they don't really have a kind of... So Ferragamo, all of them, they come to the north to buy those things. We don't process them. We chop them up. Praise God. I spoke about it last time. Since I know... See, before I knew this, long time ago, I don't put my money down to buy Kwamo. If you give me free of charge, I will eat it. But there are people that will say the commoda is well soaked in pepper. You say soaked. They will say that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Eyes and skin. That should have become a lot of money for us in this country. What that should have become? What you are wearing? Some of you, your bags, all those expensive. Even the bags of five million, ten million bags, shoes, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, made from those things. Let me tell you, in our time, Africa must not continue like this. Africa is delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. We have all the, almost all the resources, but we can't process them. 
And that's a terrible case. We are living like Esau. It's Esau that must go to farm to come and feed his father when he demands for it. Jacob doesn't go to hunt. Esau does hunting every day. Every day. And he has no... He has, Esau had nowhere in his, in his father's compound where he could just catch all those young animals and put them there and nurse and take care of them so that if there is a sudden... That's how some of us don't have... We don't prepare for opportunities. There is no preparation. If opportunity just shows up and I say, hey, he said I need certification for this. Oh, you are now looking for it. Before you are done with that certification, the opportunity is gone. So Esau had to go to farm. Have you ever thought about it? Must he go hunting again? When the father, that's why Jacob could take his time to deceive him, to deceive the father and took the blessing. You know why? Jacob has always been domestic and he was rearing animals in his father's house. He just took one of, in fact, it was mother. The mother said, took, take one of the, one of the, the, probably the uh, uh, goat or sheep or something that you have been rearing and then prepare it as a game for your father. Before that one came, the done, the deal, done. You know, it's so, it's so terrible that in this southwest we have a lot of cocoa. But I'm yet to see a magnificent chocolate company. If you think about the issue of Nigeria, you can faint. And that's why we need to arise as kings and priests. All this local mediocrity mentality must disappear from our minds. The all that you are thinking about is let me get a good job. Let me earn a good salary. Let my, myself, my family, my children be okay. We're able to go for vacation. And we'll come back and then that's all about your life. You must wake up. King's own territories. Are you listening to me? You know, pastors, we have access to information a lot. There is a kind of pineapple in this country that is the most expensive in the world. He enters their restaurants in Europe every day. How? There is a plane that is dedicated to lifting the pineapple at the Mulitalamama Airport. But you don't have access to that kind of information. Just take pineapple. Yeah, sure, sure, That was all. You know the funniest thing? You find yourself in those kind of restaurants and you are spending big for those kind of pineapple not knowing that it's from your village. And you are giving them big money. You don't get what I'm saying. Have you ever been to Benway side? What we used to call middle belt. Makodi or something. You need to see their yam. You need to see their mango. You carry it with two hands. You need to see so blessed a nation but we lack processing ability. I like one comedian. If I, if I, I think there was, I think there was there, I would have dealt with the comedian. He said, God was creating human being, white and a black. When he was creating, he created the white and he created the black. You see, when he created the black, he gave the black land, 
resources, minerals, everything he was just giving the black. Ah, the white was saying, he became jealous, said, Wait the apple. That you have given this man everything. God said, Calm down. He said, The brain <laughs> to use it is you I will give. Or on here. We receive brain. What I'm saying is supernatural intelligence to process in the name of Jesus. That is why it was Jacob that was blessed. He took the blessing. He already had a processing ability. He won't waste the blessing. Have you ever thought about it? We pray a lot in Africa. Europe. When you even preach at times to some people in America, you say, God, who is God? Is he going to pay my bill? They don't have time. And it's almost turning to a problem. Well, I just digress, but I think there's something for us to learn. There is a group of people in town now who are tired. At a point, they said, church should stop praying. Maybe you have seen something like that online. That eh, they are talking against prayer. After they finish talking about time, they talk against prayer, talk against this, talk against that. Because they are tired because the gap between the church and the societal impact is a bit wide. And they don't know that what has been keeping the society together is still church. Ah, if there is no church, <laughs> almost everybody will have been weary in town, mad against the government. We can enter town and shut down the whole system. His praise and worship has been holding people <laughs> and teachers. I'm not joking. Who will have, we'll have been pushed to the wall? Ah, you think Africans cannot fight? You think we don't know our rights? Do you remember all those countries where they have civil wars? Are they not African countries? But you see, what people want is that deliverers must rise from Zion. And you are the deliverers that are rising. I prophesy to you, arise Amen. and deliver these nations. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That's what Abraham, your father, did. Bible call him a father of faith. He's the perfect example. Look at what he told him after he did all that in verse 14, chapter 14. He said, after this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. In a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. You see that? Listening to this place, God spoke to me. He said, there are two dimensions I operate in your life when it comes to your comfortability and fulfillment of your destiny. He said, I am first and foremost your provider and then I'm your protector. He said, if I provided for you, I will protect what I give you. Are you getting what I'm saying? God can give you a child and not protect your child. You can even be loosed, but God must protect your child. That's why I told Abraham, say, as for me, my covenant is still with you, regardless of your unfaithfulness. Let me tell you, most of the personal challenges we are having, they are just local challenges. Those ones are just distractions. The main challenge we have is this nation. The main challenge we have is feeding people. You don't understand. <laughs> the main challenge you have is that you must arise as the perfect leader for this nation. The main challenge we have is that we must take our place where we belong. 
Having accommodation issue is not a challenge. Those are just local distractions. Having food to eat or looking for food to eat is not a challenge. Looking for a job is not a challenge. Well, I know someone is saying, Pastor, what? You see, one must just start from somewhere. Ah, this hunger is too much. I, I know. But you see, if you see a bigger picture, you will be able to deal with the local one. You'll be able to do it with the local one. He said, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. So in chapter 17, verse, verse what were, were we reading? Now, go to the verse we were reading the other time. Verse, I think, 5 or which one? Then we're in 5. He said, for I have made you a father of many nations. Yes, you are no longer, he changed his name. Yes, verse 6. He said, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you. Now, did you come from Abraham? Are you a seed of Abraham? Yes, sir. I know some of you have a theology and you say, I'm a seed of the seed of Abraham. It's still the same thing. Are you a seed of Abraham? Yes, sir. Are you a seed of Abraham? Yes, sir. Yeah! You are a nation. I will make nations of you. And kings shall come from you. Can you see that? Can you see that? He was prophesied. It was part of the covenant. So when Jesus Christ came and he loved us, he washed us from all sins and made us kings and priests, it was actually fulfilling the agenda that God had in a meeting with Abraham, the covenant. Can you see a reason why you must not fail? That your kingship has been planned long time ago. I like what the version says. He said, and kings shall be your offsprings. That's a version. And kings shall be your offsprings. Or descendants. Glory to God. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm a king. Say it louder. Go to verse 16. The same thing he did to Sarah. Or 15. Go to verse 15. Let's do 15. He said, Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her a name Sarah again, but Sarah, Sarai, Sarah, as for Sarah, alright, your wife, you shall not call her Sarah, right? But Sarah shall be a name where you can see it. Sarah shall be her name. Praise the Lord. When maybe, whenever God gives us grace, you must be called what is in line with what God has sent you. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that's later. But I'm not saying you be thinking, say, hey, what's that? <laughs> I want to change my name. That's not what I'm saying. This is, this is, it has to be with covenant. Is that Sangutola? That's Antichrist. Antichrist name. I'm not saying you should change that. Some of you, God will manifest in your life and they will know you came from that descendant. Now, regardless of coming from that descendant, you are still who God has called you to. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then some of you might need to change it. The problem I have is that if somebody wants to change Sangutola now, they will now say, I am, I am, I am, I am Laulu Williamson. Williamson. 
That one too, we don't know where it is in the Bible. So don't complicate matter. I think just stay with what you have until you probably get a nudging or a directive in your spirit from God to tamper with your name. Just stay with I'm a side. I'm still a side. I hope that is clear. Uh-huh. Because there are a lot of teachings that people just do all over the place. And we think about it at times. Because somebody will apply for a job, go for an interview, they will say, oh, is your name? I better go and change the name. Enter a relationship, break up. Say, is your name? Is your name? Bought a car stolen between a week. Is your name? Is your name? Say, is your name? All, all forms of prophecy all over the place. And I will bless her. This is God talking to Abraham. Husbands, listen to me. God must talk to you about your wife. I will bless her. You see, God can't change the name of the wife without the awareness and the compliance of the husband. God changed the name of the husband by talking to the husband directly, not the wife. Abraham told his wife, Whoa, my name has changed you. I'm no more Abraham. I am now Abraham. Ah, what happened? God changed it. I wish you have a good wife. Say, thank you, Lord. That's, that's our response. Not that, no, me, I'm not changing my own. I'm not changing, no, I'm not changing my own. You'll be wearing Abraham. Me, I'll be wearing Abraham. The will will not come to pass. The seed will not come. And that's why you must not get it wrong in relationship or marriage. And then Abraham has not finished. He just said, eh it's not only my own that changed. And now, Sarah. Ah. <laughs> what is that? Look at it. He said, I will bless her and also give her a son. I will and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples shall be from her. Can you see that? Can you see that a marriage is difficult for one to fulfill his purpose by himself? Those, the two must be one. The same that God told Abraham is the same that God told Sarah. Can you see that? Kings! We are from the loins of Abraham. Glory to God. And that's why we are kings. Somebody say, I'm a king. You never see a king without a kingdom. You never see a king without a territory. You get that? You never see a king without a what? A territory. You never see a king without a territory. That's why if you apply, you have faith in God, you operate your kingly grace. If you have faith in God. Let me show you this. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Um, do, do chapter 3 verse 6. Brother, thank you. Chapter 3, verse 6. Let me show you this. Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, continue. Therefore, know that only those who have faith are sons of Abraham. Only those who have faith are the kings that God promised Abraham. I will come out of him. Only those who have faith. Faith in God. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the Gentiles by faith, that is talking about Nigeria, talking about Cameroon, talking about the Gentiles now, had the non-Jews, God will justify us by faith. And that's how we came into Christ. 
Seeing that God will do that, he preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, in you all the nation shall be blessed. What is the gospel? He preached Christ to Abraham. How did he preach Christ to Abraham? Death and resurrection. So Abraham knew about death and resurrection. He preached gospel to Abraham. That's why Abraham could operate in faith. Look at it. All right? Now, Abraham operated in faith and he was given righteousness. The same thing. Now, the next verse. He said, So then, those who are of faith are blessed with who? Believing Abraham. Is that clear? Somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Do you believe? Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say it again. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So you are a blessed king. You are a king. And you are blessed. Quickly go to verse 28 or 27, thereabout. Maybe 27. Verse 27. For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Verse 28. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Verse 29. And if you are Christ, that is, now that you have belonged to Christ, you then you are Abraham's seed. Can you see that? Now he didn't just say Abraham's seed, he said you have territory. Can you see that? And here's according to the promise. According to the so you can wake up one day and say, God, where is my land? God, where is my domain? God, where is my territory? Are you getting what I'm saying? You can declare that, you can pray that. You can fellowship with him. You can fast. God can direct you. God can tell you, go and join politics. I have given you an inheritance to be part of those who will lead and steer the affairs of this nation. God can say, go and join the military. Praise the Lord. So let me tell you something. Wherever God tells you to go, you have the grace to take charge. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know the funniest thing? You can even take charge as a junior officer. You can even take charge as a young politician. You can take charge. You can take charge. Because when God's grace is upon your life, another disease I want to quickly speak against now in Africa is that people think they are always too young. Is demonic. Too young to marry. And they are here. People are thinking like that. Say, I don't need to be prophetic and be spiritual about this. There are people who are here who are thinking they are too young to marry. May God deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? It's a disease in Africa to be asking for money for boxer at the age of 28, as a guy. It's a disease. <laughs> no, listen to me, everybody. At the age of 12, 13, 14, Americans are building companies. 12, 13, 14. Hey, well, Pastor, is he all of them? But they do. So how many have you heard here? Let me tell you, the earlier we arose, we arise the better. Listen, you know, 
I am saying this because if you look at those who are multi-billionaire in this country, they are within an age, they are within a age, um, age range. If you look at their, they are in their sixties. They are in their sixties. Some of them maybe early sixties. They are in their sixties. There was a time in these countries, people that left this nation, they were so young, 27, 23, 25, 26. Somebody was the House of Assembly speaker at 25. Somebody was head of the state at 28, 29. Even was there as a bachelor. It was Nigeria that married for him. And in his time, all the people you mentioned names, I just don't want to mention names, they became minister at 27. 20, minister of the Federal Republic, 27, 23, 20, you are too old. You are too old. You are too old. Somebody is thinking, you see, his faith now, his faith in Christ, concerning his own house in Lagos, is when he clocks 55. Now, how many years do you want to stay in that house? By 55, you should have gotten many houses. Do you get what I'm talking about? And even house people. I'm talking about kings and uh, priests. Look, it must, we must start seeing changes in your life. Let me talk to your neighbor. Say, we must start seeing changes in your life. You must start living better. Say, your life must be better. You are a king. You see people carrying themselves like slaves. Let me tell you, as I close, let me tell you things that are very important. Kings are authoritative. Can I write it down? You must be authoritative. You must author things. You must create things. Kings are creative. If you check in the scripture, kings are the most intelligent in the scripture. Nebuchadnezzar was one of the most intelligent. You know what Bible said? When they trained Daniel and his mates and they examined them, they were looking good. Bible says they were ten times better. Kings actually, Nebuchadnezzar actually interviewed them. Bible says he himself found them to be ten times better than their mates. He himself. You know what it means for a king to grade people and say these people are ten times better. He himself, where did he get his knowledge? What are you talking about? He takes supernatural intelligence to govern. Don't ever think anyone who is a politician who is in charge of a state or a local government or something is not intelligent. I was in a meeting where they were hugging it. I delivered a paper, so they needed to they needed to, they needed to drill me and then to to actually criticize the paper to critique it. I said, "Okay, the floor is open." And somebody said, "He's a journalist." He said, "Don't say politicians are intelligent. They are not intelligent." I said, okay. I said, okay. I saw a DP. Somebody asked him, he said, sir, why do you... He said, because I don't argue with fools. So the person answered, oh, but I disagree with you. I said, okay. Did you get what I just said? Because if he mistakenly argue with that guy, he said, you're a fool. Are you still here? It's our season of dominion. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at your neighbor. Say it's my season of dominion. Season of Say I'm in charge. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you. Kings are authoritative. But that's what the Bible says. Decree a thing and it shall come to pass. 
He said, decree it. Kings don't lose their voice. There was a king in the scripture. He looked at the prophet. He said, arrest him. Do you remember? But the prophet was bigger than the king. As he said, arrest him and pointed to the king, to the priest, to the prophet. Bible says his hands withered. He had to beg for his life. You are not just a king. You are also a prophet. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can decree a thing and it will come to pass. You are authoritative. That's why Jesus said all the authority in everyone on earth has been given unto him. Given unto him. Go ye therefore. Kings are authoritative. Kings reign with supernatural intelligence. Let me just give you some of those things. Maybe later I'll go deeper in that dimension. Look at, for example, we have Solomon, right? Supernatural intelligence. Whether the positive or the negative. When they say, they are getting, they say politicians are not intelligent. Politicians are not intelligent. Let me tell you, the fact that the politicians have, we are just moving in this state. We don't know what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? In the heart of the politicians, 2023, 2027, 2031. Abi, is it 2031? 2035, 2039. Can you see that as I'm counting those numbers, they are strange to you? Those numbers are not strange to them. They know who will take over what. Politicians, they are master planners. What are you talking about? You are not in the agenda. Yes, you will break in like Daniel. That's how you can break in. You were not, you are not been fashioned to be part of the system. It's already developed and it's been oppressed, operated against us. And that's why it's a fight. Something must fail somewhere to create a space for you to come in. Is that clear? They must have a dream like Nebuchadnezzar and you are to be the interpreter. So that you can come in like Daniel. Like Pharaoh, they must have a dream and even if you are in prison. I remember what somebody said. I think it was a robot that went to preach to a woman. He said, give your life to Christ. Leave your sin. There is hell. The woman looked at her and said, get out of my house. He said, which hell are you talking about? There is no hell anywhere. He said, where we are now is hell. This is hell already. Which hell are you talking about? So Robert now understood the spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the gospel to the poor. So Robert had to give a message of hope, a message of love to the woman for the woman to accept me. Where was the widow? There is hell. <laughs> what hell? Look, we have started going. If there's any hell, it's just an advance. We'll just continue. <laughs> ah! So what are you talking about? Glory to God. Bible says, where the words of a king is, there is what? There is power. There is authority. There is authority. King reigns by supernatural intelligence. By supernatural intelligence. You know, some people say, you see, the president is weak, he's tired, he's, uh, 
Okay. Somebody might be physically looking fragile, but let me tell you, to be in charge of a nation. There was a president that said that I was told that when he wakes up, this is his itinerary, when he wakes up, you know, he sleeps like around 2, he wakes up around 5.30. By 6, he must listen to radio. One of those, um, I won't mention his name. They said by 6.30 to 7, he must finish all the new newspapers. He must read all the newspapers within 30, 45 minutes. He will read all the newspapers. He will glance through everything to obtain information. Then he gets into his office. When last did you read newspaper? You don't know apart from the impartation of divine intelligence. You don't know there are other information on the earth that you are supposed to assess. How does a tree grow? When you plant a tree, tree will need photosynthesis. We need the light. It will, tree will need rain, right? The plants will need rain. It will need natural resources. You know the roots will tap those things. So when you receive light from God, Let's say you receive light from God. There are information on the earth that you must have. That's why you can't become a medical doctor by impartation of the Holy Spirit. The information on the earth, you tap them in your school and then they give you a certificate. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you want to become, a, you, know, I, you know, if you ask Daniel, Daniel will tell you that I didn't just interpret. We read certain books. Don't forget, Bible says they were taught in the language and in the culture of the Chaldeans. Don't forget. Don't forget. Even when he was made an administrator, he will tell you, I still continue to read books. How did I know? Even when he was reading books about the history of the Israelites. Don't forget he read the book of Jeremiah. Do you remember? It was there he found out the, about the prophecy. That chapter 9, verse 2, he said, I understood by books immediately he asked for the forgiveness of their sins according to what he saw. It was Daniel that prophesied the tribulation. The book of Daniel and the book of Revelation, they are tally because you can see certain similarities in what God revealed. What believers want to do in this end of days is very mm. That's the only thing. You don't know that those prophecies too can come by books. I'm just telling you the reality. How can you have goods and be in charge of it? Kings rule by might. They rule by might, justice and wisdom. And kings win battles. I will tell you more about this um, as I unfold uh, teachings on the reigning kings. But let me close with Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Glory to God. Have you learned something? So you know that your kingship is prophetic. You know that you were washed, you were cleansed, you were loved to be made a king. And God means business. Like I like somebody, what somebody said. He said, he, he says what he means and he means what he says. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Let's read together if you can find it. You can see it. One, two, three, go. 
For by one man's offense, death reigned. Let's read louder. Let's start again. One, two, three, go. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one much more, those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, we reign in life through the one. But do you know what he first said? He said, death reigned. But do you know he didn't say life will reign? Check the scripture very well. Check. Let's, let's read it together again. Check what you are reading very well. And try to understand it. Because that's another challenge in Africa. People read what they don't understand. And they read it and they just still don't understand it. That is why we do la crime, la poor. The reason is because if you understand something, it's part of you. You will just go there and put it down, even in your own words. You can't put it word for Everybody is trying to do shortcuts. Right from when we were small. Shortcuts. Let's read again. One, two, three, go. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Can you see that? He didn't say that death reigned, the life will reign. But instead he said, we will reign in life. Somebody say, I reign in life. Can you say it louder? Say, I reign in life. Say, I reign in life. Say it again. Say, I reign in life. That is what it means to be in dominion. Kings reign. What CI said will reign. He said, through the one, Jesus Christ. And he said, the reason is because we have received abundance of grace. Abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Remember that Mechidezek was referred to as the king and priest. And then when he was referred to as a king, he was referred to as the king of Salem, which means peace, shalom. It's from the word shalom, shalom. As peace, rest, and prosperity. And he was also referred to as the king of righteousness. As a king of righteousness. And the priesthood of Jesus is patterned after that. And we are patterned after that of Jesus Christ, which is our high priest. He said we reign by the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. We don't reign by extreme grace or by hyper grace. We reign by the abundance is perisous grace. When the grace abounds, in prosperity, you don't need to fight poverty. When the grace are banned in terms of wisdom, you don't need to fight foolishness. They disappear by themselves. Is that clear? We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word by Pastor Kapal Pisaya, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, Contact plus two three four eight zero three five eight five eight zero four seven or send a mail to talkwayobisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.